All right. Welcome to episode nine of Around the Wire. I can't believe it's already episode nine. Man, we're almost at double digits. Uh, I'm your host, Stephen Iwanek, alongside, of course, our co-hosts, Justin and uh, Chad. How you doing, fellas? Pretty good. Good, man. Game day. Always exciting. The Browns, the week 14 matchup. A division rival in the Baltimore Ravens. Um, lots to talk about. We did not have an episode last week, so all the listeners who have continuously listened to us. Um, last week was finals week for the three of us, and the books come before uh, sports. So uh, we apologize if you were, you know, heartbroken over us missing an episode, but uh, we're back and better than ever. So um, there's a lot to dive into uh, here in Northeast Ohio, but in sports in general, uh, a lot a lot of interesting events are happening in the NFL. The playoff pictures kind of coming into form, but you still got some wild card matchups, wild card scenarios that are trying to get figured out. And uh, the Cavs started their preseason. They have a game tonight, actually, against the Indiana Pacers again. Um, our beloved uh, Cleveland baseball team is uh, not going to be the Indians any longer after next season. And... Uh, College football, Ohio State has their Big Ten championship game this Saturday against Northwestern. And uh, the college football playoffs committee will be making the uh, playoffs official on Sunday. So a lot to talk about. Um, so what do you guys want to talk about first? How about, let me ask you that. You want to do uh, Browns-Titans recap first? Sure. That's all right. Um, so obviously that was last week uh, when we didn't have our episode. Uh, but the Browns, my goodness, looked like uh, Ohio State out there on offense. We're putting up points at will against the Titans, especially in the first half. Uh, it got a little interesting there in the late stages of the game, but they were able to to gut out the win against a very good Tennessee team, a division-leading Tennessee team. 41-35 gets 9-3 and three as they go into this matchup tonight. Uh, overall thoughts on the Browns getting a convincing win over the Titans. Justin, you hit first. Okay. <clears throat> so both teams went into the game basically with the same strategy of just selling out for the run and making the opposing quarterback beat them. And lucky for us, Baker was on a mission that day, and he, he played really well. And also we did um, manage to stop Derrick Henry pretty much. I mean, comparatively, he had, he had 60 yards. He had 215 this past week, So and he's been on a, a run, so – um, yeah, offense was dominant in the first half. Baker was really clicking. Uh, and then defense started off really well, uh, was able to hold them to – how many points do they have at halftime? 38 to 7. 7, okay. Uh, got a little dicey at the end, as always, with the Browns. It's never never easy. It was just like that Cowboys game. And right down to the wire, can you believe, as Browns fans – we were up 14 with less than two minutes left, and we still were not sure we were going to win. Uh, but we were able to pull it out, and that was uh, an impressive victory, I would say. Yeah, you basically talked about everything I was going to. Um, but piggybacking off of that, yeah, our defense and ability to, to contain Derrick Henry. And I was more impressed with our wide receiver play, um, which then leads to Baker Mayfield. But, I mean – we were leaning so so heavy on the run game with Chubb and Hunt since Odell uh, towards ACL, and I'm I'm fine with that. If we're picking up wins, and we have been. But uh, last week's game was the definition of attack through the air, and it, it's a lot. It shows a lot of confidence, really, um, and what this team can actually do. I mean, I'm looking right now, Higgins six ninety five at a touchdown, Peoples Jones two ninety two in a touchdown, and Jarvis eight sixty two in a touchdown. I mean. It was spread out throughout, and if those, if those guys can can uh, produce like that throughout the season, I mean, I, given the fact, yeah, Tennessee's not the best defense in the NFL, but they still have a positive record at the end of the day, and their offense is elite. I mean, Corey Davis went off on us last week, um, but other than that, truly, I mean, I, it is a big win, and I mean, 9-3. and three, I'll say it every week. I'm not going to complain when the Browns are 9-3, and three, so – yeah, uh, what I took away was, um, first of all, Miles Garrett, for every 10 plays, eight of them he gets held. Um, 
but the NFL apparently doesn't call holding as much anymore. Um, well, I think we did a good job of was the top two players in Tennessee's offense, AJ Brown and uh, Derrick Henry really did a nice job containing them. Obviously they're talented players. They're going to have plays. That's just how it is. But uh, we did a nice job keeping them under their normal uh, production numbers. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, you know, I thought he had a solid game. Um, there's still some, some areas in that defense that just make you, make you cringe. You know, Anderson Dejo, my goodness, they need to upgrade that safety position in the offseason. But uh, we're just going to have to ride with him. Uh, love him if he makes a play and, and do what we normally do and he doesn't make a play, which is pretty much every play. But um, also I want to give credit to Cody Parkey. was seven for seven on kicks that week, uh, last week I should say. Uh, he's really, and I'm going to knock on some wood here because we have game tonight, but um, he's been a nice, reliable guy for, he's made over, I think uh, he's made over 90% of his kicks, I believe. And he's only missed he's been, one. Yeah, I mean, he's been really a reliable guy, both extra points and kicking. I think the only field goal he missed was in that nasty game against the Raiders, which I don't, I can't hold it against a guy too much. That's terrible to kick in. So, um yeah, it was a nice – it was refreshing to see the offense click like that and get a, a statement win. Now they need to, to prove it again against the, the big brothers of our division, uh, especially Baltimore, because they – Baltimore took us behind the woodshed in week one. And, uh, yeah, I think the Browns have gotten better, a lot better than they have. And the Ravens, uh, they've had their COVID issues. And uh, Lamar Jackson, again, knocking on wood. Um, although he's elite with his legs, the arm has been uh, – uh, just, just uh, what's the word? I'm just not been consistent, I should say. Sporadic. Sporadic, consistent. Um, so, but we'll see. You know, I mean, they're, they're a dy dynamic offense. Uh, their defense can hang with the best of them. And uh, even there is a promising Calais Campbell, the, the big foot that they have in their defensive line, questionable tonight. So uh, if he's not able to go, that'd be a big help for our offense. But um Still a very good team. I mean, they're 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 trying to get in the wild card, so it's going to be a very very tough game, but it'll be fun to watch. So, uh, yeah. Hopefully, uh, they 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 just got to stick to what they can do best. You know, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And then on defense, yeah, and then on defense, I think I know Lamar's like the big guy and the big gun, but honestly, at the same time, I mean, if you contain the run more than you contain the pass against the Ravens, I think you're in good shape, um, especially because. I'm looking at – they played Dallas, and Dallas really ain't nothing this year. But um, Gus Edwards was seven carries for 101 yards, and then Lamar had a rushing touchdown, and Dobbins scored one as well. So, um, other than that, I mean, he didn't have a great game. And, I mean, given the fact he came off COVID and stuff like that. But, I mean, really, I think containing the run against the Ravens is going to be a biggest part. If they beat us in the air, I mean, I think I can live with it. Toughest part of their offense, though. They, they are a ground-and-pound team. They, they, and they can do it in many different ways. So uh, it's going to be a challenge. But uh, I think they're up to it. Uh, I think it, I believe uh, – I could be wrong. But I think if we win, I think we clinch a spot, at least in the wild card. Could be wrong. But I think at 10 wins with three to go, I think that's going to be – a clinching spot even if it's not official I think we're, we're we'll be pretty solid because I think the schedule we should beat at least the Jets and so I think we'd be getting in uh, to the playoffs which would be incredible um so is there anything else I know we're, we're looking forward to the game uh Monday Night Football will be on ESPN uh but don't expect them to be on the wild card promo it's okay put the Philadelphia Eagles up there four eight and one but screw the Browns right so but yeah. yeah, it's okay. Key of the game, Baker is a completely different quarterback when he's feeling himself and he's confident, and he can lead a team when he's feeling that way. Oh, uh, another thing we can hit on real quick is um, I know because I'm not saying this just because we're Browns fans, but uh, the Steelers. Now they did lose to the Washington Football Team, and that was a surprising win for for most people. I, I in my eyes, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people would think. I mean, uh, uh, Pittsburgh would have won that game. And then last night they lost to the Bills, and we were talking about how the tail on their schedule, they had a couple flyers, a couple teams that you could be like, yeah, maybe they'll win, yeah, maybe they'll lose. Um, I mean, they lost to the Bills, and now, I mean, they do have to face the Browns uh, at the end of the season. So, um, 
I'm I'm really wondering like what's really gonna happen. You know, I mean they're gonna they're gonna be a, end up probably top of the top of the standings of the in the AFC. Um, but I don't know. It's it's weird. I just want to hit on that just because of we knew we knew they were gonna lose. I just didn't know when. I mean the Bills are a good team, but um, yeah. and they play the Colts too. Yeah, yeah. I mean I don't want to look too far in the future because I know we have a a good a good Ravens team up tonight, but. Um, I think if we if we beat the Ravens, I think all the confidence goes in against that Steelers game. Um, you know, with Pittsburgh, I know it uh, seems like in the past the best time to play Pittsburgh is when they come off uh, a game against the Ravens. Um, and that's what happened. They had them on short rest, too, because of the, the whole situation with the scheduling. Uh, and... and the record's deceiving, but Washington really is a solid football team. They're sound all around. They're not going to blow you out with points, and they're not going to dominate you on defense, but they're sound. They, they're well coached. They, they play hard, and they're, they're the best team, in my opinion, in the NFC East, and I know that's not saying a whole lot, but uh, they, they, they can get in there, and they'll, they're going to host a playoff game, and they could give a team like Tampa Bay some issues. Uh, maybe they wouldn't be my pick to win, but I think it would be an interesting game. Uh, I think it'd be the best team out of that division to, for the playoffs. Um, and then Buffalo, uh, you know, Pittsburgh has some injuries on their defense and offensively they are inept right now. Um, but Buffalo is a very good football team. I mean, Josh Allen looks like the reincarnation of Ben Roethlisberger and uh, Stefan Diggs is, I mean, right now he's playing like a top five receiver in the league. So um, I I know you could say that that those two two games they maybe should have won, but those are two playoff teams that they lost to. So it's not saying like it's they lost to the the Jets or the Jags, like Chad's thought that was going to happen. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was a yeah. huge huge swing and a miss on that one. But we'll move on. And uh, like even when they've been good, the Steelers are one dimensional. Their whole thing is passing. I mean, they have very good defense as well, but they have no run game, and that's been exposed the last two games. And it's been exposed that their receivers and tight ends tend to drop the ball sometimes. And that's been the key for those last two games. And then, like you said, Washington is solid. I actually really like their defense. They got uh, some good things going there. But And then the Bills I've, I've been on all season, I thought they were a solid team. So, yeah. Believe it or not, we are not out of the division title race yet. But if we can get a win tonight, we'd be one game out. And with a game – Yet to play against them, and uh, the Colt, you know, Pittsburgh still has a game with the Colts, uh, and we have a favorable schedule going up into the Pittsburgh game. So you never know what could happen, uh, but we'll take it one game at a time, like Coach Stefanski says. So um, it's going to be interesting. I'm excited, though. Very excited for sure. But as we transition into this next topic, it's a topic that I'm not. Well, I'm not going to say my, 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 I'm not going to dive into my real thoughts on it, but we'll get into the, the topic of last night, the Indians announced that they will not be the Indians uh, after next season. They are going to be changing their name and uh, it's, they've been the Indians for 105 years. Um, prior to that, they were the Cleveland Spiders and um I know a lot of people who are big Cleveland fans, big baseball fans, uh, they love the name. They love the Indians. Um, but I wanted to get your thoughts, you guys, um, uh, on the whole situation. Do you think it's right that they're changing the name? Are you upset about it? Are you, do you have a, a, an idea? I'm sorry, that's a alert on my laptop. Are you concerned about, or not concerned, that's not the right word. Are you, do you have an idea of what you think would be a good name Moving forward, you guys go ahead and you give me your thoughts. You go ahead, Chad. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'll keep it short and concise. Um, I'm not – either either way, whatever happens, you know, I'm still going to watch baseball. I'm still going to watch the Indians. I mean, I'm still going to go to games. Does it upset me in a way of, like, the history of the team? Of course it doesn't. And should anyone that's a, a fan, I mean, 105 years – as as the name is is a, is a long long time, but it's not going to affect my 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 feelings about the team or anything like that. Um, with a future name, though, however, I mean, a lot of people were 
were leaning towards well, right now, what they're leaning towards is just the Cleveland baseball team. I mean, they're going to take the same approach as Washington for the moment right now, which I don't like at all, but it is what it is. Um, but some names, I mean, you could go back to the Spiders or um, even like the Cleveland Tribe or something like that, something of that nature or that realm. I mean, I don't have I don't have a real answer of like, what's it what's a good team name? I mean, I mean, but I mean, maybe you guys do. I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, that's basically what I was thinking. I'm not necessarily thrilled by it, but um, I'm not going to be one of those people that says, well, I'm not watching them anymore. They're still my city's baseball team, and I'm going to root for them just like I always did. And as far as a new name, uh, I don't know. I just I don't want it to be the Cleveland baseball team. That's That's pretty dumb to me, but we'll see. Steve, I'll, I'll uh, go ahead, Chad. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I wanted to get you. I wanted to just. Do you have a team name you think you they, 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 you like? If they asked you, they were like, "Hey, you got a team name?" I'll get to that in a sec. I just want to make this comment real quick. Um, I think it's a valid argument for someone to say that the name the Indians is offensive. It's a valid argument. I can understand it, especially Chief Wahoo. I can understand somebody saying that that's a Offensive logo. I get it. That's why they transition out of it. I get it. However, if you're going to change the Indians, in my opinion, uh, you need to visit the Atlanta Braves. You need to visit the Chicago Blackhawks. And you need to visit the Kansas City Chiefs. Because if we're going to do it one per one, if we're going to change one team, you need to change other teams. What about Florida State? You could visit them too. Some could argue that since they're embracing a specific type of, of Indian tribe, it's different. Um, but uh, it's, it's an interesting conversation that I think you need to address other things. If you're going to go all the way with this and trying to get rid of these potentially offensive and racist team nicknames, you need to address the other teams that are Native American uh, themed uh, as well. But if you ask me right now, a team name. I talked about it with somebody yesterday and there's just something about the name, the Cleveland Rockers. That's just kind of, it's kind of cool to me, you know, where the rock and roll hall of fame is in Cleveland and you could have the guitar kind of theme going, you know, we had a guitar during the all-star uh, game when we hosted the all-star game that was a 2018 or 19, 2018. Yeah, something like that. One time flies by. Um, I think it's just kind of cool. I don't know. I just there's something about it. You could play around with the 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 logo or what. I don't know how you exactly develop it, but it's just something about the name, like playing the Rockers. I don't know. Just kind of cool. The Spiders. You know, you go back to your traditions. Uh, I even looked up online. I saw somebody uh, thought about the Cleveland Naps in honor of Nap Lahoy, uh, who was around during the, the beginning of the team so uh but i don't know i, I think the rockers it's just kind of sounds cool to me rockers so. is cool i never heard of that one that one i like that one though yeah, that's a good one yeah i like it at the end of the day though this is not me being political or anything i'm going to wear my cleveland indians gear no matter what but we'll we'll keep it that so um anyway uh, I know Chad's itching to, to get ready to watch uh, the Cavalier basketball. Yes, sir. Uh, they got their opening preseason win against the Pacers, thanks to Isaac Okoro's game-winning layup and one. Um, looked pretty good in his first kind of scrimmage exhibition, you know, just some NBA action. Uh, but I'm not going to say that, oh, my God, rookie of the year. No, I mean, he hasn't even played a real, real game yet, so – uh, but they played tonight as well against the same team again, same location. And uh, Chad, I know you watched the game. I, I'll, I'll admit I didn't really pay too much attention to it, but give me your thoughts on the Caps. Well, it got me excited for the season. And um, that's not saying a lot because I understand we're not a playoff team right now. But uh, looking at the team, I mean, we, we have guys that could get us there uh, when I watched that. And we won 107-104 and – Porter Jr. and Sexton didn't play. And I get you're playing, you know, it's preseason basketball. You're not going up against stars or anything like that. 
But that's why I like preseason basketball so much is that you get to watch all these young, young developed play, young like rookies and guys that are developing to play now. Like this Cavs team, how young they are is what makes them really exciting. I mean, guys like Darius Garland who who played pretty well, um, guys like Isaac Okoro who also played really well, and then you have Sexton and Porter Jr. And then you're around veterans like Kevin Love and Drummond. But um, yeah, I mean Okoro played really really well and he gave me he gave me it was shades of like I don't know the people were comparing him way too high out of the draft to like Kawhi Leonard type and I'm not going that far at all but I will go to the point of like an OG Ananobi type player because the guy is magnificent defensively and then can score well on offense um but revolving around the league I mean I was watching a few other preseason games and watching rookies play um Denny Avdita played really really well LaMelo had a shaky first start. Not a bad stat line. I mean, he didn't score, but um, he didn't play terrible. And uh, I didn't pay too much attention to Wiseman or any of those guys, but I did watch the Bulls game. Um, Patrick Williams played really well. But, no, I'm excited for for Cavs basketball. I think I – think, I honestly think they have something going in the right direction. But um, what were you all laughing at me about? Steven, mostly. You both of you, actually. No, 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 no. I don't think they're going in the right direction, to be honest. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I will say this. I um, Their direction is all determined on their backcourt, how those guys continue to develop, Garland and Sexton. Because um, I think you know you, you know what you're going to get out of Kevin Love, and you know you're, what you're going to get out of Drummond. You know, I think they're, they're solid inside. inside. They actually are pretty good inside, I think. Um. They may not be your traditional style basketball team in terms of their offense, but, uh, you know, the players they have there, if they can create some chemistry, uh, I think they could be at least a team that you could see in the hunt for a a lower seed um, in the playoffs. But, um, I mean, it's – it's been one preseason game, and uh, I, I, I get it. I get no, it. And I'm not making fun of you. I'm not. I'm, I'm no, not. and I, I get it because people think is well. When when LeBron left, everyone thought Cleveland was the dump of basketball once again, which yes, we were last year. We were the second worst team in the NBA. Um, but what I'm I'm looking at a way of promise because Sexton's coming off a 23 point per game season last year. Uh, Garland's gonna come and play and get more PT than he did last year. Kevin Love's getting older, yes, but Drummond's still going to be the same player that he is. And then, like I said, watching Okoro play, I mean, I guess one game, and maybe I'll have a different opinion after watching tonight's game. But if I'm basing it off this first preseason game, I'm not, I'm, I'm happy right now, um, for sure. I'm, I'm, being a little, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm just confused on what we're we're trying to do right now as the Cavs. Like, are we trying to rebuild? If so, why do we? Are we paying thirty year olds, thirty plus year olds, thirty million a year? Or, if we are trying to compete this year, are we re- really going to rely on some young guys who haven't proven anything yet? So i I'd, I'd like to see them just clean house this year. And which I, I could know. I could see at the deadline. I mean, Drummond's on his last year of his deal. Uh, we're still tied in with Kevin Love for like three years. Um, I could see moves at the trade deadline. If if really if we're not where we're at, I don't. I I'm with you though. Like I don't know where the Cavs want to be. Like I don't know what they're going to be looking at at the trade deadline. Saying if this isn't our record at the trade deadline, uh, we're going to move players. But I mean, I could see guys like guys on one year deals like Drummond or guys that still have value. I don't. I don't see Sexton or Garland being moved at the deadline. But I could. I could see a somewhat clean a house at the at the front court position but it all comes with comes down to with how how what's their record going to be this year i mean well i'm going to be a spoiler here it's not going to be very good so it's not going to be a playoff team but they do have they do have playoff type talent on the team in my opinion that's spots they they have guys who at least have been to the playoffs so yeah for sure I mean, they have a they have a champion on their bench. I mean, Joel McGee is here. Just saying. Deli. Kevin loves one of the Kevin Love. Drummond played to the playoffs. Um, I think Dante Exum, I think, was probably on the bench for Utah when they made a playoff run. We'll probably won. Playoff experience, man. And we got Thon Maker. And, and well, our coach, he was. I'm <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Bro, Thon Maker uh, did really well. Sorry, I forgot we had Thon Maker. He's good. 
Yeah, yeah, you're, he's something. We got sure Matt Mooney. We need him and Maker Maker. That's facts. We do. We got Matt Mooney. Oh yeah, team's looking good. Dotson played well. I know you guys didn't watch the game, but Damian Dotson played well off the bench. He had twelve points, five for six from the field. Who was that guy oh. yesterday for the Lakers? Taylor Horn Tucker. Yeah, he's been on the team. He was, was like the fifteenth man last year. Taylor Horton Tucker is it? He gets overshadowed, but he when he's on the court, he's actually really good. I'd but never I mean, heard of the guy, and then he came out dropped playing by LeBron and he beat Yank. Yank and yeah, he's, he played well. But again, here's, here's what I'll say about the Cavs right now. They're one of the top 15 scariest teams in the East. <laughs> uh, you're, you're 100% one of, right. One of the 15? They are one of the top 30 teams in the league. You're 100% <laughs> right. Yep. I, but, you know, I think they'll be better than last year. Maybe it's only well, by I a few so. games. But I think they'll play a little bit better than they did last year. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I don't think they fully meshed last year, to be honest. That's why that's the only way I can look at it right now. They probably they had the worst played. coach in the league last year. What's that? The, the coach last year just lost the locker room halfway yeah, through the year. For sure. I think chemistry is going to build up. Players are going to mesh. That's our, that's that's why I'm looking at it right now. That, that's how we're going to be better. Well, And you know what? They had a lot of time because they didn't get invited to play in the tournament in which 75% of the league got invited to play in, but that's okay. We'll not even I wouldn't get invite them either. Uh, but they've had a lot of time to, you know, get to know, you know, this sounds stupid, but get to know each other. You know, I know they couldn't really practice that much, but just you, you get the idea. You know, they've had a lot of time to see, to get. To get to know each other. Yeah. All right. You just, just build that camaraderie and, and you never know. Maybe they'll shock the world and win the finals. Just like Tristan Thompson said when LeBron left. He said they're still a threat in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> but um, okay. So uh our Ohio State Buckeyes. Um they're finally getting to play again. Uh, I know that team up north uh crapped their diaper and didn't want to play us this past week, but uh We'll be in the Big Ten title game thanks to some rule changes, and uh, we get Northwestern. Um, solid defense. Watched them against Illinois. Looked pretty good. Uh, it'd be a good test for us. Um, so, what are you guys' thoughts on the Buckeyes as they're trying to get into the playoffs? I know a lot of people are skeptical, uh, seeing how they only played five games. But uh, your thoughts on the Buckeyes? Yeah, there's no doubt they're one of the four best teams in the country. Um, the question is right now um, is whether they'll be um, like fully prepared going into this game. You know, they've had a week off. They had, the last game they played was against Michigan State where they won by 40. They didn't really have to do too much. We've only been tested really and once. And that was with a depleted team too. Right. Yeah, that's. I guess that's true. We had, what, 20 guys out and Ryan Day. So, um, yeah, and then – we saw, just getting off topic real quick, we saw a big game the other day with LSU and Florida knocking Florida out of um, playoff contention. So it all comes down to these conference championships. Yeah. You know, you look at it, uh, Alabama, even if they lose, that's pretty much solidified. It. In a, I'm just, not, maybe not order, but in a spot, Alabama's going to be there. Um. Notre Dame, I think, too. Even if they lose to Clemson, I think Notre Dame will be in there. Uh, if Clemson wins, I think they get in. If they don't, that'll be interesting. Do you think you know, Notre Dame still is in if Clemson wins? I, I do. I think Notre Dame – the fact that those two teams split, I think both can get in. Um, I think they're both two. – I think those two teams are two of the top four in the country. Um, I'd put I, me personally, I would put both of them in my mind would be, um, Alabama, Notre Dame, depending on how Clemson plays against, if they would beat Notre Dame, depending on how that would be, maybe th you could, you could swap Ohio state or Clemson. I think if Ohio state wins pending, they win. I'm not going to say Ohio state's a guaranteed win. Northwestern's a good football team. Um, now, if Clemson loses, I'd say Ohio State goes to three, and then you probably put Texas A&M at four. 
you could even put a team like Iowa State, looking like they're going to be Big 12 champs. The committee has proven that they do not respect group five. Which is why we need an 18 playoff, in my opinion. Yeah, who do you think deserves a playoff spot? Do you think Ohio State deserves to get in? I think Ohio State does. I think they're one of the four teams for sure. Um, but like Justin said, I mean, I'm going to focus on this Northwestern game. Like Justin says, it's how we approach it. I mean, a week off, and yeah, we beat Michigan State. But our our only test, I think, our real test right now was was Indiana. And as you saw, Justin Fields played his worst game against Indiana, and we still won by seven. But um, it's how he played this Northwestern team because I think North, Northwestern has similarities to Indiana um, in respect to their offense and their defense. And um, Northwestern is a good football team. And if we don't, if they don't come to play, I mean, it happens to anybody. Upsets happen, but either way, I feel like Ohio State is one of the four. Um, it it really just depends. I think it depends. This week's very important, but also Ohio State's game is very important. I mean, if they lose, I think it change. It might change the whole thing. Um, it just depends, really, honestly. But I don't have a solid four yet. But Ohio State's in there for sure. Uh, Northwestern. I would. I, I think Indiana's a better team than Northwestern. I do. I think Northwestern's offense isn't as prolific as Indiana's, especially Michael Penix Jr.'s, probably the second-best quarterback in the Big Ten. Uh, and that day, he was the better quarterback than Justin Fields, if we're just being honest. Um, uh, Their receiving core is very good. Um, I would say I think Northwestern's defense is a tick better than Indiana's. Not by much. Indiana creates a lot of turnovers, but they give up some yards at times. Northwestern, they're just physical. That's how Northwestern always is. They have a physical, good defense all around. Their offense can be a little sluggish at times. You saw, I've, I've watched them against Michigan State when Michigan State beat them. They could not get anything going against a Spart- that Spartan team. And nothing against Michigan State, but they're not they're not the cream of the crop. They're just a mid- middle of the conference team. Um, even against Illinois at times, they just had a little – just hard to get going and if they're if they can't get much offense going against Ohio State it's not going to be much of a game but if they can create turnovers if they can harass Justin Fields in the pocket you never know what could happen um look at what Wisconsin did last year in that Big Ten title game you know they they were able to run the football they played defense created some turnovers and took a, a hard second half effort to get back in that game but uh um I think Ohio State will win. I think it'll be closer than people think. I could see it being like a two-touchdown game. And I think Ohio State need, makes a play at the end of the game to make the score look better. But um, you never know. Things happen. It's 2020. You can't expect anything to be normal. So, um, but that, you know, that, that playoff, um, the, the playoff scenario, it's very fascinating because – not only just the top four, but I mean, think about this year. Coastal Carolina, barring them losing, is going to have a New Year's Six game. I mean, of all the teams, the Chanticleers, who upset BYU. Mullets. The Mullets, who I watched them against BYU. They they played well. They really did. Um, I mean, I'm going to pull up the standings real quick. The rankings, I should say. Um, Florida even if they beat Alabama, probably won't be in the top four. You know, I, I'd like to see Cincinnati get more respect, but it's just how the committee's been. They're not respecting those group five teams because probably strength of schedule, who they've played, and they're judging them against those other teams. Like, do you really think if Cincinnati got the four spot and they would play Alabama, do you really think that's much of a game? I'm sorry, nothing against Cincinnati, but come on. No, but that's why I'm saying we need an 18 playoff, so then we can get some of these – really good teams that are having good years that don't get respect. We get to see them on a national level, at least. Hey, make, like UCF, remember that, that year? I agree. I, I mean, but... Well, if, they had, if you had an 18-team 18, playoff this year, uh, the opening round matchups, you'd have Alabama against Cincinnati, which, I, again, I like Indiana. They've turned their program around, but they're not Alabama. That's a whole different breed you're messing with. Notre Dame would play Iowa State. Iowa State's a good football team. Going to win the Big 12. Clemson would play Florida. And then Ohio State would play Texas A&M. 
So be some interesting games there. Um, do you do you guys not think Clemson deserves to be in there? In the top four? Mm-hmm. They do. If they lose, they probably shouldn't. I don't think. Well, no, I agree. But the reason I would say, because you asked me about Notre Dame, and I would say even if if Notre Dame loses to Clemson, I would still put both of them in because Notre Dame only a one-loss team. They've had some good wins. But then Clemson, their loss was at Notre Dame, and they didn't have Trevor Lawrence because he was on COVID. Uh, right. And, and it was, what was it, a double overtime, three overtime game? I mean, they pushed oh, themselves to the back of a quarterback on the road. You know, I can't hold that too harsh against them. So if they would get their revenge in, in a conference championship game, I, I'd put both of them in. Ohio State's the best team in the Big Ten. They get their game. If they get their win, they're in. And Alabama's the best team in the SEC. They, they get in. Yep. That's to me. I, you know, if Clemson loses, then you, you could argue for Texas A&M. You could argue for Iowa State but or Cincinnati. I would, but committee won't. But Personally, I, I just don't see it with Texas A&M. I watched them, and they've been kind of unimpressive to me. I know they beat Florida. That's their, their big win. But – I don't know. I think I think didn't Alabama play Texas A&M? Is Texas A&M, they have one loss? Uh, yes, uh, Alabama beat Texas A&M early in the year, fifty-two to twenty-four, and that was back when Alabama wasn't even playing good defense. Right, they gave up around six hundred yards to Ole Miss. That next week, yeah, uh, it was a shootout against Ole Miss, and yeah. so yeah, you never know, but. Based on how they're seeding teams, Texas A&M would probably be the next team in, or Iowa State, I would say. Um, but yeah, but if Ohio State would lose, oh man, I don't even know what you do then. Yeah, Let's say the scenario: Ohio State loses, Clemson loses. I don't even know what you do then. Shake up the whole thing. You put in uh, Texas A&M, I guess, and then maybe Iowa State. Cincinnati's in the conversation now. The Chanticleers, maybe. Coastal. Coastal Alabama, Coastal Carolina game. I like their team. I like the way they play. Wouldn't that be fun? It would that's be. like a that's like a NCAA football that the, the video game matchup right there. Yeah, imagine them. They're not in that, like the most recent NCAA games, are they? Coastal Carolina. I don't that's think so. Program, right? They're, they're uh. No, I don't think because they're. Well, to be fair, they haven't made a video game since 2014. But Right. But um, imagine a, a mascot matchup. Aren't those like chickens or something? They're a rooster, I think. Yeah. yeah. An elephant and a rooster. Bro, that mashup, that mascot mashup was my favorite mode, though. We're getting off topic, but that was my favorite mode. Like, I'd go to that all but the time. Know what? Hey, I, if someone was Irish, I would be offended because how dare – EA Sports put a leprechaun up there. That's offensive to short people too. Just saying. Uh, hey, I'm just <laughs> saying. True. But we're not getting to that. Those were that. That's so much fun though. Mascot mascot. Oh, when you get oh, Stanford, Stanford and Syracuse, the orange and the trees. Oh my god. <laughs> the NCAA game by itself, like that was so oh. much. Fun. If they ever come out with a new one on P- on PS5, oh. How do you not buy it? You know, that or NCAA basketball. Like both I, both, I, I remember in PS3, right before I got the PS4, I had NCAA 14 football and then I had NCAA basketball, NCAA basketball 10. Both the last ones they ever made. Best games ever to my two favorite games. You still have them? No, I, I traded them in because they were worth quite a bit of money helping uh, in store credit to get your PS4. So, dude, you should have just kept them for the next I should have, but, but I didn't have the system anymore. So, why would I even? Justin, do you still have yours? My PS3 or the games? Your three. No, I traded in, and I traded those games, which probably got me around two ninety seven at GameStop. That's right. GameStop robbed crap out of you, though. They're going out of business, I think. Good. How much online stuff's going on right now? Well, and, and people can buy games and systems at you know Target, Walmart, all those yeah, kinds of stores. Amazon is the the king of online I, shopping. Like, I don't remember the last time I walked into a GameStop. Probably when I was like five. I did. Uh, and we pre-ordered 2K20. And we got it like at release. We're like oh, the really? fifth person. Wasn't that a great purchase? 
yeah. terrible. <laughs> We're getting off topic, but who cares? At this point, who cares? I say, well, what else we got left? I don't want to talk about Kentucky. If you guys want to talk about oh, well, hey, well, I mean, I think it's a little early to judge teams, but there's been some upsets. You know, Kentucky's had some ups since Richmond. Duke Notre Dame lost. Richmond's a good basketball. Richmond is a I watched that game, and Richmond is a fundamentally sound basketball team. Like they are solid. But Ohio State's undefeated. Yes, they are. A couple close wins. But they've had a couple good ones too. So. Yeah, a test though coming up. North oh yeah, Carolina. North Carolina. Not Purdue, North Carolina. <laughs> That'll be in Cleveland, I think, at the yes. Fieldhouse. I think it's a double header. I think there's another game before them. I think it's Kentucky. Yeah, I think Kentucky, isn't it? Uh, UCLA. UCLA. Yeah. Yep. Classics. Yes, sir. Two historic uh, programs. So. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Um, games in the they, NFL this week, if you guys want to. Any game that's uh, just a game that stuck out to us, or just a recap of the game? I think uh, just just pick a game that you found interesting from this week. I'm not. Uh, go ahead, someone else. I'm sure. Uh, I'm gonna give some respect to Philadelphia. Uh, Jalen Hurts first start. Got the upset over the number one seed uh, in the NFC, or formerly, now it's Packers, but Saints uh, got the upset win, 24-21. Good for Jalen. Uh, creates a little uh, controversy in Philadelphia, who's going to be their quarterback next year. Um, got it. Carson Wentz has regressed, regressed. I mean, feel bad. I feel bad for him a little bit, too, because I think there are some tools there. It's just something's not right. Um that was a big win for Philadelphia to keep in the division race, believe it or not. So uh, three weeks to go, they're still in it. And uh, never know what could happen. It's a, it's a fascinating division, to say the least. Um, like that division's really bad, but it's tightening right now. It's kind actually... of fun, believe it or not. Yeah. And the Browns, I, I don't care. Well, again, one game at a time. But that's going to be a tough game next week. They're on Sunday Night Football now, which is kind of cool. Uh, but Giants will be motivated. They're going to be fighting for that division, so it'll be a tough game on the road, but you know it's a weird year when Dallas gets kicked out of prime time. They don't deserve to play in prime time. You're right. Stinks. Congratulations. You beat the Bungles. The Bungles. Bungles. Congratulations. I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah, is there a game that you Um, caught your eye? Yes, I mean, I guess I could say probably the Chargers-Falcons just because I was happy to see Justin Herbert finally get a win. Um, but other than that – You don't want to talk oh, about the Patriots? No, I don't. I want to avoid that game. I was hoping someone – no, I didn't bring that up. Can't <laughs> How do you go from 45 to nothing to getting almost shut out by the Rams? I don't even want to go in defense to the Patriots other than that the Rams are a good team. But there's no excuse. Yeah, Cam Newton being nine sixteen. I don't even understand how it was mathematically possible that they scored forty five points against the Chargers with Cam passing for seventy yards, and then this game they just got blown out. I don't get it. Cam's not the same player anymore. That's that's a fact. Physically, he just I, I, I he may have the heart of a lion, but physically he is just. I'm with you on that, man. I you don't know how many times I go back and watch that. Watched the twenty the twenty fifteen Super Bowl when he was in against the Broncos, but then just shut it off in the fourth quarter because that's when he fumbled and dropped it. And or just dive on the ball. Yeah, but that was his best year. And that Panthers team was so good. But um no, I'd say Chargers probably Herbert and then just the Jets getting obliterated by the Seahawks. Forty to three. Oh I, okay. <laughs> I, I gotta say I got I just gotta address it. You gotta it. talk about the Hail Mary. I, I just gotta address it. I liked Greg Williams when he was an interim coach here. I thought he, he got the guys motivated. They played hard for him. They had a good second half of the year. But who the hell on a fourth and what was it, like fourth and ten? I don't know. Fourth, it was a fourth, fourth down. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. You, it's a fourth down, and it's Hail Mary time. You know what they're doing. It's their only option. And you send a cover. It's a zero blitz. And you put your you put 
a rookie corner on the fastest guy on that team. You know who makes that call? A guy who uh, wants an early vacation. <laughs> well, you know what? He got his early vacation because the next day he was gone. And uh, oh lord, man! I, you know, I I think you could. I'm not going to judge because I didn't really watch. I didn't watch the game, but that just felt like uh, out of any energy that those players had coming to a game this year to say, "Oh, let's get our first win, guys." It's gone. It's gone. It's and, and it's I, I don't see them winning a game this year. It's because they, they were this. It's they were this close to being the Raiders the week before. They were the better team. They gave up gave up a touchdown, and they then were the better team that game. And then since then, they're like, oh, wait, that's our best shot. Like, we're going against the Seahawks. We're not even play this game. They have the Rams next week on the road. That ain't going to happen. They got the Browns after that. Shouldn't happen. Should not happen. I'm intrigued. I kind of want to watch that Rams game, see what happens. And then their week 17, their best matchup, well, their best chance is at New England. But I I still, I think New England would win. Maybe Gunnar Olszewski will be quarterback by then for New England. So you're you're not calling a win the rest of the season. No, I, I am predicting an 0 16 season for the New York Jets. Now the question is where they rank in terms of the 0 16 teams. They're, they're not worse. Well, not worse than the Lions. You know what? I'm not going to say yet because the Browns still have them on their schedule, and I'm telling you, as much as I just crapped on them, um, they're going to be competitive. It's an NFL team, okay? Because we don't know how to blow out teams. We're not there yet. We're not yeah. there yet. So. Oh, and then uh, the game I, I watched yesterday was the Chiefs and Dolphins. And that was a combination of the Dolphins played one of their best games and Pat Mahomes played his worst game. He had three picks and yeah. the Chiefs still won. And, like, it was – it started off 10 to nothing, Dolphins, and then – just in the snap of finger, snap of your fingers, uh, it was 14-10, and they couldn't stop from there. So, uh, but it was a good game at the end. Steve, what are you laughing at? Yeah, what are no, you uh, it's not you. It's not you. I promise. Um, I I forgot. I I muted my mic because my mom's home from work, and she you know she does her classic, "Hey everyone," you know. But I forgot since I'm recording, it's just gonna hear my voice. So you may or may not in my in this episode once it's published and towards the end, you're just gonna hear me say, "Don't come in, mom." You know, <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe the mic when you mute it, it doesn't to, work. I don't know. I should get your mom to do the intro for our podcast. Maybe, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I I just forgot about that. But it's not a big deal. It's okay. Who doesn't love? Um, so all right well one last thing one last thing unless you want to talk about anything else anything else i know chad you gotta you gotta get the team ready coach yes sir i got spaghetti waiting for me upstairs all right we'll make it quick real quick score prediction tonight i'm terrible with these man (laughs) um What's, uh, let me look at the over-under first. Yeah, that's Ravens are, right the Ravens are favored by three. Over-under is 45. Okay. Oh, man. I'm going to say 31-24 Browns. Fair. Uh... Steve, you go. You go, Steve. Tonight, the Browns are going to get to 10-3 and three, thanks to the leg of Cody Parkey. It's going to be 23-20. to 20. It's going to be a physical game, and we're going to win on a game-winning 47-yard field goal by Cody Parkey to at, at the end as time expires in the fourth quarter. To which end zone? I don't really know. <laughs> but we're going to uh, beat the Ravens on a game-winning field goal. I'll go – Honestly, I'm confident in this Browns defense, and you guys might look at me like crazy, but like, like I said before, we need someone to make hot takes to make this interesting. Uh, I'm going 21-12 Browns um, just because I feel like their defense showed up against the Titans, against the best, in my opinion, the best running back in the NFL. And um, Okay, yeah. And But what I'm saying is that I don't think Lamar's a th- 
Lamar is as big as a threat with his arm and their receivers aren't like Tennessee's rather than their run. If they stop the run, I don't think – I think Baltimore's going to have some trouble. Mark Andrews is an issue, though. Yeah. You think they're only going to kick field goals? This is going to be four Justin Tucker field goals? Is that what you said, Chad? I can see it. All right. I mean, if they bring in Trace McSorley, whole different game. If they bring in Trace McSorley, I can see the Ravens winning. If Trace McSorley comes in, uh, I should just turn on a different channel because the game's over. So. Like, they have the Heisman package. If they had uh, Lamar, Trace McSorley, and Mark Ingram, that would be the GOAT package. Yeah. Right. How do you stop that? Don't forget Ben Danucci. Danucci Gucci. Mike Glennon. Yeah, how about that, man? Marone just bench, benched him and put in Minshew back in. Jags drafting a quarterback. Jags were on to something on their one-win season. Look at Justin Fields. Yep. So, all right, guys. I'll let Chad get his spaghetti. It's my favorite meal. Gotta get his, gotta, <laughs> tremendous meal. Um, as always, find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and other. Uh, we're also now on uh, – the podcast app on Apple products. I just recently found that out today. So you can Apple find us. Podcast. I guess I don't know if it's called Apple Podcasts. You know the podcast app on your phone? Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Uh, search around the wire. You can find us right on there. So please subscribe, uh, check out the episode, and uh, we may or may not have another episode this week. So you never know. Uh, we'll have to discuss that outside the recording. So we're competing against Joe Rogan on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're, uh, we're, we're down right now, but you never know. So Come back. we'll find out maybe, well, not, not this year, I should say, uh, Cavs preseason tonight, go Buckeyes, get, take on Northwestern. And of course our Browns have a big game tonight. So uh, with that, remember, stay safe. Uh, make sure you wear your mask. Don't social distance though. Cause you also always should be talking to somebody. So physically distance true. yourself. Thank also, you. Chad. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Man. I thought you were going to forget. I got you. I was going to. Now, Steve, do you mm-hmm. want to say what I usually say? Yeah. Hold on, I, hold on. I, I, well, you know what? I don't think I want to because I don't actually believe what you say. To uh, maintain social distance, if you have to, just take a cup and some string and just talk to people throughout your house like that if, if you need to. Exactly. Thank you. Got to go back to the basics. All right. But for real, everyone stay safe. Wear your mask. And uh, with that, we'll see you next time. Thank you. I. Forgot how to say thank you. <laughs> that's that's bad. Uh, we'll see you guys. We'll see y'all next time. Peace out.